The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We don't hear you. You don't hear me. You're not going through the mic. It was working just a second ago. Oh, it's because it's a bad hello, hello. Now it's working. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star now Show. Now it's not. Well, I don't know what to tell you, so say hi to everybody. And hi, everybody. He's got a crappy mic here. You know, we got to spend some money. Even though we don't make any money, we should really spend some money and get proper equipment. I, ha- You know, Jimmy thinks that I'm a nag and that, you know, I bust his chops and whatever, whatever. But I do it because he doesn't get it. You know, if you're going to do a show, do it right. I don't like anything half-assed. Hello, hello. I don't like a half-assed show. I don't like anything. If you you be professional, and I keep telling him, you know, we we need to get the uh, mics that are in the hello. Ear. Yeah, there you go. We need to get the mics and earpieces that are one like this. Those things, you know, they go like this. Yes. And then we don't have this problem. The but, problem is I ha- I can't find any of those that work with the computer. You can only well, get I one told of them, you when we're in L.A. There's a wonderful store in L.A. that we pass all the time. It's a three-story building, and in that building is only film equipment, sound equipment, professional equipment, stuff that they use in the real Hollywood and the real television. This crap that we do at home stinks. I'm so sick of COVID and what COVID has done to people. Everybody's on a, a talk show now. They all think they're talk show hosts. They're out of their minds, and it sounds like crap. It looks like crap, and it is crap. But, you know, if it pacifies people during this horrible time of being held hostage at home, fine. But I think when we get out of this crappy COVID junk, we go back to being professionals and we have sets and beautiful designs and wonderful camera equipment. And we put out shows that are valuable. These hokey pokey home movie shows stink and they're wrecking the business and people are bored because you look at it's junk. Half of them have sloppy sweatshirts on they look like shit their backgrounds stink their Actually, equipment they stinks. Really cute today in our <clears throat> matching in our t-shirts <laughs> I know, i'm not i'm not finished bitching yet okay and and they don't even oh. you have a microphone or an earplug they go go over the the computer that's it's just cheesy stupid illiterate backward garbage junk amen now let's get with the program let's give the people out there what they really need to have which is Fun. professional equipment a professional show and fun and that's what we're going to work on jimmy and i in the future coming up it's going to be a whole big difference when we get back in the studio and we have proper camera and proper equipment we're going to be better than the johnny carson show there you go we already have more listeners so what's up chat room our chat room is full can you hear me 
Yeah, we, no, I hear you because you're here next to me. Do you hear me, people? In your the mic's room? not working. Cheesy, cheesy. I don't, I don't know why it's not working. Well, stick it hello, up. Your, hello, stick hello, hello. That's it working. Work Is it working now? Yeah, that's working. Hey, what's up, everybody? So we want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up? We have Don Hinton. Hope you're recovering from your neck surgery. Yes, that was an in a very interesting uh, thing you put on Facebook. Uh, X-rays of your neck. What was that thing in it? That square thing is that a piece of metal yeah that's holding her neck together oh that's terrible so we have teresa sabin from florida hello teresa cindy lady lake music hello hello ian smith is in the chat room football player boomer Mays is in the chat room hey, um oh it, it went by too fast you guys got to write something in there so i can see who's in there because i can't go back and see uh who is there and while i'm waiting uh, oh angela did i say angela Angela Joseph is in the chat room. And Angela, thank you for some of the things you've been helping me with. So thank you so much. Um, uh, nobody else is writing, so I don't actually know. Metal Bolt. She says they're Metal Bolts. Oh, Backpack John is in the chat room. What's up, Backpack John? And um, Teresa Saban, I said that. So we've got a great show for you guys today. Oh, Diane Rapetto is in the chat room. Hey, Diane. Welcome to the show. Uh, happy to see you here. We got a really fun show for you guys today. First, we have actress, writer, director, and producer Susan Gallagher coming on. You guys know her from Cobra Kai. Uh, she's also in a cool like lesbian series called Queering, and um, been on uh, every major TV show. She's very, very cool. And then we have for all you horror movie fans, uh, Jennifer Rubin. You guys know her from Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, Dream Warrior. That's the best one for me out of all the movies. That's the best one. Um, but she was in a ton of great movies, and she's worked with everybody. And she was a supermodel uh, in Vogue and Glamour and all the different magazines at the same time. Um, so it's very cool. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to all of it. Teresa Saban wrote Ron, ha, 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 but I'm not sure why everybody. Oh, Ben Stauber's in the chat room, too. Hey, Ben, welcome to the show. Don Hinton says she watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warrior last night. It's my favorite one, and uh, Jennifer Rubin plays the best character in that one. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun all the way around. I think this is working now, too. So Works on and off. Okay. <clears throat> sometimes it's off. It's better. But anyway. <laughs> um No, well, you know, sometimes it's better when it's off. Uh I'm not feeling so well today, as you noticed. We suspect that I have I have dizziness. I don't know where the hell it came from, but I've been fighting dizziness for a couple of days. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be in Joe Castro's movie on Sunday because of the condition I'm in. I can barely stand. If I stand, I feel like I'm going to fall over like a chip listing. Now we made an appointment with the doctor, and they what they call it menses was it. Uh, Meniere's disease. Meniere, they think I may have Meniere's, which is an infection in the inner ear. Isn't it great getting old? They get every fucking ex infection, every broken bone. Oh, it's a mess. Anyway, while you young kids, enjoy it. Run, do, go, jump, scream, have a ball. Because when you get to be my age, you know, it's a limited, limited activity. They're all saying, oh, my God. But I don't no feel good. good right now, so forgive me. I'm not going to be – my brain goes off every, every now and then because this uh, – it's it's a uh, inner ear uh, problem. So they're going to – I understand they're going to take wax out, which is nice. It's a beautiful feel. If anybody out there ever have wax taken out of their ears, it's a beautiful feeling when they put the hot water in and they pull the wax out. But anyway um, – it's not uncommon for people over 70 to get this Meniere's, whatever it is. Actually, yeah. Lady Lake said she had it at age 40 and it sucked. I have the ringing in the ear, you know, the, that high frequency ring. And um, 
blurred vision. My vision is blurred. Everybody's I, wishing you well. Oh, thank you. And I had, you know, cataract surgery. So my eyes are 20, 20, beautiful, sharp. But now they're, they're fuzzy, fuzzy, wuzzy. Um, it stinks. But, you know, Friday I go to the doctor and we'll see what the doctor says. And maybe he can give me something to get rid of it because I have a lot of up and coming events coming up. Again, I'm sorry I can't be with Jimmy, who's filming uh, Joe Castro's film. Terror Tunes 4. Terror Tunes 4. It'll uh-huh. be fun. And we also made plane reservations that so we're going to go visit Eileen and go to New York at the end of May um, <clears throat> for a couple of days. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I don't know what else. No, because, you know, when I'm like right now, I wish Eileen were here next to me. I would lay my head on her breasts. And that was the softness of her boobs would make my head not hurt so much. They'll say they'll fix you up. Don says they'll fix you up. And she's had the worst week ever. Yeah, we all, well, you know, everybody's get a little, gets a little We're all bit getting old. <clears throat> well, no, I'm not getting old. I'm just getting stupid things that are coming my way. You know, like cataracts, what the hell are cataracts? You need them like a whole net. But they got rid of those. They put in two beautiful lenses, and now I see like a pilot, pilot vision. They say kick but, its ass. But this stupid uh, vertigo thing is really. They like pilot vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I have. Pilot Vision 2020. But vertigo is not fun because I feel like I'm on an ocean liner and everything rocks. And when I lay down in bed, I spin and my feet go over my head. I, You know, it's like you're drunk, but you're not. <sighs> Do you anyway. want to tell people real quick before we go into our guest about uh, someone who enjoyed your script so far or no? Who enjoyed my script? Well, the person who you want to star in it? Oh, I, yeah. But don't forget, everybody's not on your Facebook page. <clears throat> right, right. Well, I'm not on my <laughs> Facebook page either because I took a vacation. <clears throat> yeah, Lainey called me, and Lainey said, your, Lainey Kazan. your script is adorable, she said. And Ron, uh, I was because of private reasons I won't divulge, she was unable to read the rest of the script, but promised that she would read it by the weekend, and she's really enjoying it. It's a fun script. And, and it, Sadie loved it, too. Yeah. And everybody that's read it has said uh, only all good things about it. So we, we probably will get it into a movie and you guys will enjoy it because it's a it's a fun, whimsical uh, kind of a, kids are going to enjoy it. Adults are going to enjoy it. And certainly old people are going to enjoy it because it brings us back to the days of old New York and when families were families and. And Ron's talking to a bunch of people that you guys will all know because they've been on our show. So many people who've been on our show are going to have little roles in it. Yeah. My, uh, Stan Zimmerman, who I love to death as a dear friend of mine, he's going to play a part in the movie. And uh, Sadie Katz, of course, is going to be in, uh, one of the three, the third principal. Uh, it's going to be a, a great movie with a lot of fun people in it. They say they can't wait. Also, uh, B. Claudia just joined us from Germany. We want to say hi to B. Claudia. I know you've been in the hospital and you've got problems also, so we want to wish you positive healing wrong, What vibes. was wrong with B? Something with her leg. Like she, something B, what's with wrong leg. with your legs? Something with her leg. Too much. She can't even type, it says. You know what you need to do for leg problems? Keep them up as high as you can and as wide as you can for <laughs> as long as you can. <laughs> Hopefully you're laughing at that, V. You know, that's a line from a movie. Maggie Smith delivered that a line in Murder 
Under the Sun, I believe it was called, where they filmed it in that wonderful island, Mallorca. And um, uh, what was her name? That woman I just said. See, Madeline Kahn? No, not Maggie Smith. Oh, Maggie Smith. And Maggie Smith referred to another actress there who was loose you know she had been around a lot she said oh yes she said she's keep kept her legs up as high as she could for as wide open as long as she anyway she said she lost feeling in her leg and fell and hurt her spine oh well now you need to get a 23 year old guy to help you fix it there you go so anyway now we're going to bring in our first guest and you guys are going to love her i think she's super cool um, so let's go ahead and bring her in. Hello, hello. Say something, Susan. Let's make sure we can hear you. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Woo-hoo. I'm so excited to Woo-hoo. see you. So and- loud. Why so loud? Oh, mine's not loud. Oh, my God. Get this dog off me. Astro, <laughs> Astro heard me yelling. He, said he protects. Is it really loud? Oh, my God. Say something again, Susan. Am I, am I loud? Not for me, you're not, but for him. Hold on, let me oh fix this mic. Whoa! Did you do a? No, it's not you. It's him. Okay. Oh, I can't put. You got to here. Try. Let us speak in one. You can say. Talk. I have a big mouth, so maybe it's loud. Yeah, yours is loud. I mean, you've got to go to the Met. You must do. You must do butterfly or common. You've got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but very. Beautiful, with- clear voice, but it's our equipment. I told you we have antique equipment. How's that? Let me hear it now. Is that's this better? better? That's better. Okay. Hi. Uh, oh, I don't want to hurt his ears. May like disturb the wax or whatever, right? I wish. Maybe you'll unplug me and I won't be dizzy. Wouldn't that be great? So give, give, do a high pitch sound like a woo. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I'm, I'm not dizzy, but I'm deaf now. <laughs> anyway, you're a pretty one. Okay, hold on. Oh, wow. Thank you. Isn't she a, isn't she a pretty one? No, she's one? gorgeous. So yeah. first, let me introduce her to everybody. Um, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous actress, producer, writer, director, Susan Gallagher. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. So oh. nice to be here, guys. I've been looking forward to it. I was, oh, we're totally looking forward to yeah, it too. And you really are beautiful. You know, oh, thank you very much. Seriously. Looking you with your eyes. You got that 2020 pilot vision now, right? Yeah. Well, not not right right now. My vision's a little blurry, but I still see you clearly <laughs> on the TV. I mean, you only look about 17, but that's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the right. blurry the blurry vision helps. Yeah, the cool, and, the cool. you, and you never lie, right, Ron? <laughs> Actually, he doesn't. You don't know him. He doesn't lie. No, 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 no. If you, if you, were, if you look like an old bag, I would never tell you you look young. <laughs> I, no, but that's like getting Faye Dunaway and saying she's still beautiful. That's a July. You know, Faye Dunaway is a mess. And she's old looking and she had all that crap put in her face. She looks like a horror movie. And that's, I don't care for Faye Dunaway. <laughs> really? Not, really? Not too many people in our business do. Like so, nobody. But one thing that's really good she is... She and it, Raquel yeah. Welch, they should be lovers yeah. and go move uh, to yeah, the moon. Yeah, Raquel Welch doesn't like the us. Both of them should go to the moon. She's told us she would never come on our show. It's too- No, that's not the reason. <laughs> I, I, I have been in the company of Miss Welch 
and she was loaded one night and she attacked a friend of mine and she was dragging him into her limo i mean she's a little bit of a whack job so let me tell you something though when 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 we tell you that we think you're gorgeous it's a true compliment because first of all we're married and we're gay and first Um, of all who's bullshitting if if she was a dog we wouldn't have said anything (laughs) you think everybody on our show is beautiful No, but today's guests both are. <laughs> I mean, we've had a couple of dogs on our show, but they're lovely people. Not but really. they're lovely people. They were lovely, and I brought out their beauty, the beauty from within because of their personalities. You know, I have found that the more beautiful, the less warm the female is. The uglier the woman is, the female is, the warmer she is because she needs to captivate her people. So she puts out her personality better. Now go back to Faye Dunaway. <laughs> Faye Dunaway. <laughs> Betty, Betty Davis and I, she, Betty Davis loved me in her old age because we would talk about Faye Dunaway. Betty Davis hated Faye Dunaway. If she could have thrown her under a train, a subway, she would have. But, um, I always bring up Faye Dunaway. Friend of mine was in a movie with her called Mommy Dearest. And he was on the set. He played the son, by the way. She uh, probably knows, actually. Do you, you know Xander Berkeley? You probably do. do you, know him? you know everybody. You've been in so many cool things. He's a good friend of ours. Do you know? Yeah, no, I, I don't know him personally, but I, I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, he's a sweetie pie of a person. And first day on the set, he said, hello. F- good morning, Faye. She turned around evil and she said, I am Miss Dunaway. You will never call me Faye. You will call me Miss Dunaway. Now go away. <laughs> he told us this on the air, too, so it's public. Yeah, so it's public. <laughs> and I have heard so many. Betty Davis really wanted to beat the shit out of her aunt when they were making a movie. Betty said she was the most difficult person in the world to work with. Anyway. Now, now, when she was young and beautiful, she was a snobby bitch. Now that she's an ugly old lady, I understand she's getting a little nicer. There you go. Okay, so let's go. Let's switch now let's the talk about you. Enough about <laughs> Faye Dunaway. So first, but wait of all, a minute. When you're as famous as Faye Dunaway, I'm going to talk about you. So be careful <laughs> of what you say to us. All right. Especially so first of all, wait, when you win an Academy Award, I'm going to say, oh, she slept with a lot of people totally, to get that award. She's totally going to win one. <laughs> no, she's she so slept crazy. around to get that award. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, so first of all, we have a, we have a chat room full of people. We have about She's ten, really ten like countries her. represented or whatever. So please just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. I wish I could see the questions. I, I'm just trusting that that you know that they're gonna see them on their. We end. always, yeah, we always include because we we we. That's one reason why our show is pretty popular is that we include our our chat room. Everybody says hi and right. and everybody like loves it and and um. Thank so you, thank you. Now, tell me something about yourself, but don't bore me. Don't go on and on. Just tell me who you are, what you do, and how wonderful you are. Well, I think Jimmy was kind of doing a little bit of an intro. Did you? Did you? Were you happy when yeah, you finished nah, the intro? Yeah, no, so. no, no. It's a boring <laughs> intro. Boring, boring. That's an injury to everybody. Wonderful, <laughs> terrific, gorgeous. I want to know. You're sexy. You got a boyfriend. You got a girlfriend. Uh, who you married to? Are you, are you not married? Are you are you a tramp? Do you run around? Are you a good girl? Are you a Catholic? Are you a you know a Christian girl that goes to church? <laughs> Or a, Jew, okay. a Jew, Jewish girl that goes to synagogue. Or I want to know, you know, do you do drugs? First of all, you guys, if you want to. Do you drink, do drugs? And Hang on, and, hang on, hang on. First of all, if you guys <laughs> want to know a lot of these things, she's going to tell us some of them, but you can follow her on Instagram. I could tell and you on, about on her. On Instagram, she is I am Susan Gallagher, S-U-S-A-N-G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R. 
And and on Twitter, she's Susan L. Gallagher. So it's S-U-S-A-N-L-G-A-L-A-G-H-E-R. And she's in Florida, I think. She's a nice girl raised by an Irish family with Irish values. And she's sweet and good. And she is a Catholic and she goes to church. <laughs> I'm wrong. Oh, I'm wrong wow, wrong. That's a lot to live up to. <laughs> Wait, well, you, correct me. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then I want to find out uh, uh, about Florida, and then we're going to talk about some of these things. No, that I want to know all about her because she's pretty, and everybody out there wants. Are you available for a guy? Because we have a lot of guys that watch the show. <laughs> Don't laugh. Adrian Barbeau said, fine. When Adrian was on, I said, you know, we have there's a guy out there that wants to date you. She said, OK. So tell I, us. I, a I have two children, uh, Caroline oh. and Bo, and um, I don't have any grandchildren yet. And um, I have a rescue dog and a rescue cat. So oh, I like good. that. We have yay, three rescue dogs. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in central Florida right between Tampa and Orlando during the winter. But my husband semi-retired a few years ago, so we built a house up above Asheville, North Carolina. Hang but on, I'm usually... wait, stop. Okay, okay. Are you an old bag or what? Yeah, I'm an old bag. You look, like, old. A gir- you look like a girl. <laughs> I'm not a girl. I've got great lighting. You want to see it? I got this. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, your, hus- your husband, re- wait, your husband. Re- want it, right? Hang on, your husband retired. Semi-retired. So he's got to be 40, 40 or 50. 40 he's or 50. got health issues. He's got a lot more health issues than you, Ron. Um, so he, he needed to do that. And um, and then I'm in Atlanta a lot. But I used to be in New York City during the spring, but because of COVID, I haven't been there. Um, but I've, I've lived all over. You know, I've lived in L.A. and studied there and lived in New York, lived in New Orleans and and uh, really love the Atlanta market in the southeast. And um, just so I have questions about that. So first, let's go to Florida because I'm from Florida. I met Ron in Florida. He's not from Florida. I grew up in South oh, Florida from Brooklyn, and New lived York. there my Woo! whole life. And, and then I went to high school in Jacksonville and college in Gainesville. Right. And I saw a picture on your Instagram that said Vero Beach, which I have a ton of friends, fraternity yeah. brothers ton of fraternity brother friends of mine are from Vero Beach. And uh, and so, like, I, I like Florida. Uh, but you said you go to Atlanta. I know Cobra Kai is in Atlanta, right? You, so you go to you go to Atlanta a lot. And I'm getting ready. Ron and I are getting ready to do, like, three or four films in Atlanta. Um, that is fantastic. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about how it is working, like, in Atlanta. Because, like, that is, like, the new hot place to be. That's where everybody's yeah. going. It's also, got great Nashville. Tax incentives. Nashville is also hot. Um, but tell us, like, how is it working in Atlanta compared to like when you were in L.A.? And I saw a lot of the TV shows you have been in. So, a lot of them were in Florida, actually, and some of them are in Tennessee. Right. City Law. Um, so how is it in Atlanta, like filming there? I, I love Atlanta. My my uh, um, my maternal grandfather's family was from Atlanta. I grew up in right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. So Atlanta's like home for me. And I used to live there um, in my 20s and partied way too much, but had a blast. <laughs> and it, it's, like, it's like going home. And, you know, there's that element of um, the South and, and the friendliness and the warmth. And everybody's just happy to be there. Everybody's so happy to be working again because of the freaking COVID. And um, it, it's just a blessing to be back. And and that's the way I, I feel about it. And everybody that I've talked to, because, you know, you have to go through a whole series of COVID testing before you can actually get on set. So you're just you know, you try to be as careful as you can. And 
um, be as mindful as possible and stay healthy so you can actually work. But you're holding your breath the whole time until you get that negative result in the email or whatever. So um, I understand that kissing now is not they're not doing kissing. If it's in the script, the kiss is out. So, you know, like (sighs) that doesn't make a film work. No, it does. But uh, I mean, you know, if people are being tested, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but. Um, and, and this time of year is perfect in Atlanta, Big, you know, and now come August, it's not so pretty, but it's spring. So um, everybody is outside and, and, and we enjoyed Piedmont Park. And it's just it's a lovely time to be in Georgia or Tennessee. So, Nashville is great. Too this time Nashville, of year. You also yeah, we, said we, we, Asheville, though, didn't you say Asheville? Yeah, Asheville. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't, that where, isn't that where the Biltmore House is? Yes. Oh, I is. love it. I love Asheville. It's beautiful. We, there. We're doing a we're doing a film also in Nashville, and okay. Nashville is beautiful. Everybody's yeah. everybody's evacuating L.A. You've heard. Might be Memphis though. Yeah, like Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. You've heard that everybody's leaving this I town. I have heard that. There's I not going to be any actors or filmmakers in this town soon, and they're all going to Nashville and to Atlanta. And well, you know what's funny, Ron, is I've had so many friends of mine. Um, or acquaintances that I've worked with over the years that have been in L.A. forever contact me trying to get a referral to my uh, Atlanta agency. And my Atlanta agency is they, they like shut the doors that they can't take any more people. They're not even seeing more people because, you know, everybody is flooding to to the south and the southeast. Well, now the rumor is back that Steven Spielberg is going to build this tremendous studio either in Nashville or in Atlanta. Uh, look, what's his name who I love? What's it? Who does the, the mother and drag? Tyler Perry. Oh, Tyler yeah. Perry. I, I love I love and I love and adore him. I think I, I want to work. I want to work with you have. I you have. Work? And you know what? I think he's great. He is. He is a genius multitasker. I wish I could work with him. That man can. Because you were on the have and the have nots. You were on the have and the have nots. Yes. And I actually booked a a nice guest starring (laughs) role on uh, a television show of his that was supposed to shoot right when COVID started. And my role was was not an important role. It it was like the wife, somebody who was important in the scene. I don't want to give any details away. But anyway, I knew that he could easily. And I was keeping up with him and what he was doing in his studios. And I knew he was going to more of a skeleton cast and crew. And that because he's got his own facility, everything can be all inclusive, you know, so he can have control um, over people coming and going. And and I, I, I knew that he could, um, you know, cut my write my part out. And, and he did. Hopefully he will remember me for something bigger that cannot be so easily written out. But. I just think he's great. He he. Uh, well, he's, he's built. Actually, we had a. He's built. He's and built. He and I, I have not seen his studio, but I understand it is absolutely top of the line. You know, everything is is gorgeous. So yes. now, if, 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 another if, thing, Ron. Listen, you know, he has his own cafeteria and you know, chef and all of that, where he he feeds all of the cast and crew. He feeds the, the background talent, the extras, the same beautiful meal as he feeds us. 
And nobody does that. I mean, usually the, the background, the extras, they, they get cold pizza or, you know, a little sandwich or something. No, they go through the whole kitchen with, you know, grilled salmon or baked chicken. And I just thought that said a lot for Tyler Perry. No, Absolutely. No, I heard he's really if, nice. If I'm on a set and when they bring the roach coach in is what I call it, and you see all that junk, it's all sugar candy, all garbage, Mexican beans and shit. I mean, food that really make your sugar level go up to 3 million. Unhealthy, right. unhealthy crap they feed us. I tell the uh, producer, I say, I don't eat this shit. Uh, is there a decent restaurant around that we can order from <laughs> for me? Well, because I don't eat it. I don't eat that. I eat very healthy. Well, most of them, I mean, I'm usually fed pretty well. I don't know where you've been, but... The oh, well, you know what? Listen, my movie, the movies I'm on, they're like... Uh, Dollar ninety eight films, you know what I mean? <laughs> Those are the things that I produce. Well, five dollars is a lot of money for the. On. No, they're on five dollar budgets. Actually, know. though, hang on. The, the have and the have not. So we had Renee Lawless. We went to an event and sat at a dinner table and ate dinner with her. She's one of the stars of that with John Schneider. They've both been on our show. Um, but right. um, we have another friend, Robert. Uh, oh, he's a great guy. Uh, and then Robert. we have another friend, Rob Robert Craighead, and he's in like love all of Tyler Perry's like shows. I love him. I love Robert uh, Craighead is one of my sweetest, dearest, loveliest, loving person. So hold on, I want to brag for you a little. Do you know bit. who he is, Robert Craighead? No, I don't. But I want to meet him. He's a oh, he's a very yeah, very he's there now actually famous shooting actor. Something. He's he shooting something now because I saw he him. works all the time. You will see him in, a, like, I don't know how they, they even hire him so much. He's going to be playing out. everything. He's in everything, everything that Tyler Perry everything. does. You know, he always plays a sheriff. He's always a sheriff in everything. And he's, he's the greatest oh, guy. Of ever you met Robert him, Craighead, you, you'd love Robert, him. you'll love him if ever you met him. So hold on. Let me brag Terrific. a little bit. And you know you. what? He's a very giving actor. So if you work with I Craighead, he, he helps Craighead, you. I will remember that name. Yeah, Robert Craighead. Good good dude. Okay, good so you guys, before I followed, started following. And he's always in Atlanta. Before I started to, before I started following Susan on Instagram and and Twitter, which I have to like admit I followed her because originally because I because she's homeless Lynn in, in Cobra Kai. She's like, I actually think you're one of the best characters in the whole thing because you, you're so freaking hilarious. Every time you come on, you know, you're 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 so you steal the scene every minute, single time. She's in Cobra Kai. Yes. I don't watch that thank show. You, thank you, Jimmy. Thank um, you very much. I, I think that you have done such an excellent job in that. We had Ron Thomas on re recently. Um, we've actually boy, that's my preacher boy. Yeah, preacher boy, and um, we've we've well, actually interviewed like Ralph. I mean, he's interviewed Ralph Macchio, and 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 we met Martin Cove at a red carpet event so, last year. And now you're going to be working with my very best friend Sean Kanan. Well, we don't know that for a oh fact, yeah, Sean's going to be in there. Or I'm going to blow up their studio. <laughs> Sean Kane and his got rumored to be, that Sean, Sean will was be in, in the, the new season. He has to be in there. We're pushing for it because Sean was in the first one. No, the third one. Third one, whatever. And he has to be in the <laughs> next one and he has to work with you. Now, you want to talk about another dream? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Another doll? Sean Kane is the nicest human being you'll ever want to meet. He is not I'm only. So, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna message him because we follow each other. I have not met him personally. Oh my god! Uh, Wait, he's. I'm gonna first, message him and tell him that you said that. First, oh no, we first talked of to all, him. I just talked to all, him twice this morning. First already. of all, he's gorgeous looking with a beautiful yes, physique. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a. He's got a. He's got a beautiful wife who I love and yes, my dear Michelle. friend, and she's Italian. Yes. And if yes. you flirt with him, she'll break your legs. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> she, she's a tough broad. She's okay. very protective. Sean Kanan, when Sean and Michelle come to our house, they don't play movie star. 
they go in the kitchen and they cook with me. Sean makes the salad and she helps me with stuff. They're down to earth, regular Joes. And you could write that to Sean. Oh, actually, I'm going to do a little plug love for him Sean. while you have mom. So you guys in two weeks, Way of the Cobra yeah. is coming out. It's Sean Cannon's new book. It's coming out, I think, on April 16th. And you can go to wayofthecobra.com and get it. But he's a really good friend of ours, and you would love him. Oh, he's and, sweet. And he, I don't know if you know, because he was, you know, he was like the bat. He was Mike Barnes in Karate Kid. Yeah, 3. yeah, I know that. There's um, been he's very cool. Homeless land in Mike Barnes. I mean, there's well, I like love it. Yeah, because maybe kid. maybe he's going to be your son or something. I I know you can't say anything, you, even no, if you he knew. Sure, can't. Can't be. can't be a son. Well, you sure can't be your son. You could be your lover, but Thank not you, your son. No, you. Sean Canyon is about. I actually read something though. Sean's I about. That. I don't know how they came no, up with that. Sean's you know, a, you look older though as homeless man as you do in real yeah. life. Sean. <laughs> Sean is a. Sean is almost forty. That massive burrito that will do it to you. Sean is 50. He can't play your son. That's impossible. Now you made me forget what I was going to okay, say. I want to go back anyway. And it so was an important Let's go back. Point. So everybody needs to watch. Cobra oh, wait a minute. Con. Also, Sean Canyon's wife wrote all of the script for Studio City, which is a hit TV show. I did not know that. And yes, and Tristan Rogers, other soap freak, he uh, won the Emmy for best uh, best supporting actor for best supporting actor so for for studio city they have yeah they have yeah you need to get to know him because yeah, you got to get on the ball sister because, because you know this is what's cause, happening cause they've got a show it's on amazon prime called studio city you and, know there's work out and, there there's uh, work out there you got to hustle hustle yeah, yeah he, I'm, I, I'm trying ron oh, no, no, you're so good we just gave you three leads contact yeah. them Tell them I'll that, introduce you to him. Tell I'll them an email. I'll Jimmy, thank you. you. That's what I need, guys. That's I what I need. Well, you well, just actually, I mean, he and I, you know, we I've mess we've messaged each other before, so we do follow each other, but we've never formally. No, you will love him. Like you, you, you and Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, I, I think I think we get along really well. So let me finish bragging. Oh, so first does. of all, everybody needs to watch Cobra Kai, um, and you definitely have to watch Susan as Homeless Lynn because she is so fabulous. Scene stealer. Like if they gave like a I know since you're not on every episode character, but if they gave like a guest appearance, you know, Emmy or Academy Award, you should totally get it because you are so good. That like lunchroom scene thing, like that, the, the food thing that you did at the food thing, like it was so hilarious. I, I was like almost peeing myself. So it was fabulous. Okay. <laughs> And then you guys, so you've seen, you've seen her on all kinds of TV shows, you guys. Bluff City Law, which I can't believe they didn't like renew for a second season. Um, Step Up High Water, The Have and Have Nots, House, uh, The Inbetweeners, NCIS, New Orleans Star. I love that. Bloodline, I love that. Um, some of the cool movies that she's been in. Um, first of all, she's got another TV series where she's like, I think she's like the main character, queering. You're like one of the main characters because you're number one on IMDb and you're in more episodes than anybody else. And listen to this one. Should I be offended by the title queering? Just when Harper is ready to live the best phase of her lesbian life, the tables turn when her mother unexpectedly comes out as queer. Is that you? Are you the mother? That's me. I love it. But you know, I'm not queer. I'm bisexual. She's bisexual. Val is bisexual. She's trying to figure it out, guys. You okay. know, you know what? We have to correct people on that because we're we are gay. We are not queer. We are not <laughs> we are not different than you are. We are the same as you. So how That's just I, the name of the show. I know that, but I don't like the word queer because queer <laughs> I mean how would it but be it's queer in? Yeah, but I know, but how would I how would it sound if I did blacking or Azuring? <laughs> Or Mexican. It's on YouTube. Talk. It's Queering huh? Web Series on YouTube. And we've done two seasons. And we were supposed to um, start filming Queering the Movie last spring. 
in 2020, COVID hit, and we shoot it in Brooklyn, Ron. But um, it's a beautiful, beautifully written um, web series. I'm sure it is, but you're teaching... It's hilarious, and it it, no. it touches on a sensitive subject, but it I does am it with sure. I am sure. I'm sure. And you fall in love with these characters, it's, it's and all, I'm really proud to be a part of it. Good. I'm glad. It's all wonderful for you. But young people hear queer, and they like to call us queer. And then I have to punch them in the face, and the police come, and I get arrested for assaulting a little son of a bitch that just <laughs> called me a queer. So you see, all of your wonderful shtick that you just gave me causes me grief. The word well, queer... So the word queer, the word people queer, have really enjoyed it. Gay and street people have, uh, straight people have really enjoyed it, and it's queer. I'm with, sure, um, I'm sure. But yeah. you know what? Now that I have brought it to the attention of gay people, you're going to hear from gay people saying Ron's right. The word queer is very, very not nice. But it's not queer. It's queering. Queering. Uh, come on, queering. It's about two lesbians. That's nice. No, it's not. Uh, What's anyway. it about? It's about a priest. What's uh, it about? I just read you the synopsis. What's it about? about lady President out? Trump. I mean, what's uh, it about? I think that if you were to watch it, you would probably have a different opinion because it's no. Really well I would love the show. And the creator and the writer is a lesbian, and most of the cast is, and it's a heartfelt show with comedy and drama, well, and it's real. There, well, there's a rawness to it, and there's nothing pretentious Listen, about it. I'm not saying anything about the show. I'm talking about the word, the title. Well, I'm telling you about the, the, the word, too. Well, no, but I the, mean, ti- the title, wait, like, hang on. The title is her show, so, listen, you know, I'm going with it. The title is... The title is insensitive. Okay, it says, there you go. Wait, I looked it up. Okay, well, I'll, let, to- I'll let her know. <clears throat> Queering refers to the act of taking something and looking at it through a lens that makes it strange or different. That's right. Bad. So that's well, not that's bad. not me. I'm as normal as she or anybody else. <laughs> now, wait, now, let me bring up a story. Well, I'm not, and wait. I'm straight. <laughs> no. Let me let me bring up a story. Wait, 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 hang on. Taya Gill, if you know who Taya Gill is, is a dear old friend of mine for a long time. Taya Gill. She played a lesbian in the Canadian TV so- series Queer as Folk. And I said to her years ago, what does that mean, queer as folk? I don't get it. And she said she didn't care for it either, but that's the title that they wanted to do because it would bring more people in. If they would have said gay as folk... <clears throat> It probably wouldn't have been as pr- provocative, but the word queer <laughs> sort of invites people's imaginations to come in and see something odd, something different, something strange. Now, to, s- to quote Shakespeare, do I not bleed? <laughs> do I not remember that bullshit? But anyway, actually, the chat room says point. they like love this banter going back and forth. Of course they uh, do, because they think it's not, not, it has nothing and it has nothing to do with you. You're just nothing. in a character. Listen, Wait, 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 Ron, I'm jumping in here. Queer as folk. All right, maybe I'll give you a little something there, but queering, nah, nah. Well, not I, I just don't but like queer the world. as folk, maybe. Somewhat I, wonder, I wonder how African Americans would feel if no, the no, show no, was called Blacking. That. No, no, I don't want to no, go into that. Blacking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or or Schwarzer. All right, so I mean, anyway, you know. let's go back. Right. Anyway, you guys go on move on, go move on, on YouTube. On. Go on YouTube and watch Queering, you guys, because like I think it's probably gonna be pretty good and um it's got a great cast and it looks very interesting and I think you wanna see Susan's work because she's a phenomenal actress. Um and her show I'm sure is terrific. Um, she was also in Walk Away Joan with Jeffrey Dean Morgan and David Strathairn. I mean, these are like really awesome people that you're in in movies with. Uh, but the one I think that I'm 
thought was the coolest. I um, mean, you've been actually acting for like a long time. So like I became aware of you and a lot of people became aware of you because of Cobra Kai, you know, but you've actually, you know, it wasn't like you just like showed up on the scene and then you become this like great actress. You've been doing this a very long, a long time. So you have billionaire, billionaire boys club that has like one of the biggest like, like casts, you know, of like any movie. I mean, you have. Ansel Elgort, Kevin Spacey, Taron Egerton, Bokeem Woodby, Ro- Rosanna Arquette, uh, Carrie Elway's from some Saw, which is like one of my favorites. Emma Roberts, Judd Nelson, Jimmy Buffett. I mean, like like that to me. Like, so was that fun getting to, to be a part of that? I mean, that's like an A list. Everybody in the cast is like A A A list. So much fun, so much fun. So I like fun. I like freaking like love it because and you know Billionaire Boys Club is a clothing line. You know. Uh, uh, from Pharrell, I think Pharrell used to have a, the clothing line Billionaire Boys Club, and and uh, so it's like a really like big. It has like all kinds of indications from it, and it was a successful movie. So everybody should actually check that one out too. Everybody's saying how gracious and gorgeous you are too in the chat room. Oh, thank you so much, you guys. I thought you were going to say Holly Hunter. Oh, you know I, I missed her on there. She was in it too. Yeah. I missed her. I no, didn't even. That. No, when oh. you said your favorite. Um, no. Girl that I've worked with. I thought you were going to say Holly Hunter for some reason. I no. thought you might be. Okay, Holly so tell Hunter. everybody what were you within Holly Hunter? Strange weather. There you go. Okay. What, what was it? Female writer, female director, and uh, I think a female cinematographer on that shoot. Oh, I love it. it. Very- I, I like yeah, Holly Hunter. Like that in Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, so basically you've built a whole career though not having to live I, I think it's important for people to hear now that the world is changing so much that you've built you know uh, quite an uh, an extensive career and you produce your own movies and everything and you are not in los angeles you're not in california you're nowhere near us I mean, Hol- Hollywood is, hollywood's done don't you get it Hollywood you, have to, is you, done. Guys, you have to you know when you're starting out you have to save up enough money or have a side job or whatever to be able to work as a local hire. That's what we do in the Southeast. So, um, you know, until you get to a certain level, they're not going to fly you in. You know, I, I'm just now getting like mileage and per diem and all those kinds of things. So, like, for example, the strange weather uh, where I, I um, was able to work with the fabulous Holly Hunter. Um I paid for my own flight into Mississippi and I think they paid for my room, but I paid for my own airfare guys. So um, it's a sacrifice that I was willing to make to be able to work with somebody like that, because it, to me, it it is not about so much about the money as, as it is the work. And I'm like, and and I had an acting teacher that always says, if you focus on the work, then the money will come, you know, later when, when it's, or whatever and fortunately my husband has been very very supportive but i just want the audience to know that um you know you you do have to sacrifice a lot and and you have to be in a position financially where you can afford and expect to be having to work as a local hire well now i read somewhere i forgot where that they're going to green screen actors and uh, uh stream them like see you right now you have your lines and the lines are going to be, oh, my God, my house is on fire. And behind you is going to be the green screen of a house on fire that we're going to use when they shoot me. I'm the fireman. Here I come. And that's how they're going to do movies eventually. It's going to be like a soap opera on your computer, but nobody's in the same room. And they learned that because of COVID. 
<laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. And yeah. Ron, you may know, a buddy of mine was telling me that now there's this website that you can go to and it's like a virtual audition rather than me having to go to like a taping studio. Oh, yeah, in, definitely. But I, I didn't know about that, guys. I've been waiting for that because sometimes I'm in very rural areas and I'm trying to I'm calling the theater departments of local you know little towns trying to find an actor or somebody who can read opposite me and put me I'm on actually, tape. I'm actually surprised that That's they have, some, haven't uh, done uh, that like a lot longer. A, there are many sites. There are many or many audition sites. The only thing I think wrong with that is the eye contact. You don't have the eye contact no, you, with, you with, don't. The, with the person you're auditioning for. So you tend to be more self-engaging. So more like worried about you, yeah. your, yeah, yourself rather than the person. Because you could see his face. If you stink, you could see him frown. Or if he's happy, his well, eyes twinkle. Well, let me ask you that, Ron. Why can't we do, I mean, why can they come up with something like, like this in a Zoom or like where you're reading opposite me right. and we're taping it. Right. That's not out there yet. Well, it's coming. I you think know, people are doing it. I think yeah. people are doing it because I see like uh, uh, I, I'm a publicist is, is how I support myself. And um, so I'm a publicist and I see all the time people, uh, you know, because one of my clients is this thing called Fan Room Live. And um, it's where like celebrities go and people pay to go into a Zoom, like a Zoom with them and get to talk to them and ask them questions and stuff. But now I see that they're doing like table reads where you can watch the stars practicing, you know, the table read and the people yeah, pay I've to come that. in and see it. And um, because of so it's all going to come around that way. And because right, of, I want the audition to come around that way. Well, <laughs> yes, the, a lot of gas the, money, a lot of yes. time, a lot of travel. Yes. The stress right now is on diversity. So what they want to do is have, say, like a famous Japanese actor who's famous, famous in Japan. They don't want to fly him here and put him up. It's a big expense. But they will, will tell him to go on equipment, green screen him and bring him to Hollywood via that. So they wow. can get it. Italian actors, French actors. And now we can wow. open our way, our way up to all. Like, you know, getting Sophia Loren in Italy, we'll just give an example, or Claudia Cardinale in Italy. Uh, it'd be wonderful. It'll make our, our TV richer, our stories. I don't better. think it's going to look good, though. Oh, I think it'll look wonderful. Because, I mean, I guess they'll learn how to do it to make it look no, good. No, green screen is all that, Jimmy, we, you know, CGI. Green screen uh, replaced rear projection. And green screen is wonderful. I mean, you have no idea. All those movies you love where Batman's yeah, swinging. I, I love all, all that stuff. all green screen <laughs> and it's all CGI. Uh, today, very... Li I mean, listen... I but can, there's, even on the green screen, they're all in the scene together, like on the Avengers. No, 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 no they're, no, they're not. No, they're not. They shoot different days. They shoot totally different days. They, you, you think they're all together. Haven't you ever seen... Uh, Cher did this years ago, Sonny and Cher show, where Cher was five different people when she did the Indian song, you know, whatever. And they've something and thieves. Right. They've learned from that. And now you can have five people in a scene and not one of them are on that set. We did that with Judith Chapman when we filmed that little thing for Judith. <clears throat> None of us were in the scene but now we are you haven't had to do scene. that yet though have you right you're not doing that yet everything you're yours actually you're actually like there to go get your covid test and you're there oh, but she will be yeah. because she's a working actress so this is going to come her way and then you'll remember me when you when so you let's talk about cobra kai for a minute then did yeah. you have to audition or how did you get the audition or did that how did you become homeless lynn i actually saw that breakdown on actorsaccess.com Oh my and gosh! 
yeah, which is a regional self-submission site. And because I'm very proactive and it's like Ron was saying earlier, you got to hustle to work and I am a hustler. So I'm always looking on backstage.com or actors access. <laughs> and I saw this role and I've been really focusing on busting out of the box that my agents in Hollywood had put me in of the, the pretty lady or the, you know, the, the senator's wife or whatever, and do more character type roles. So I've done a lot of indie stuff and short films where I play crazy lady or the drug addict, or I, I played a woman with Alzheimer's, just really trying to stretch myself and, and play those character type roles. So when I saw homeless, homeless Lynn, really her name is Lynn, but she's the homeless woman. I thought, oh my gosh, that would be so awesome to be able to you know, slip into the skin of a character like that. And I ha I had this, um, this buddy of mine had taken this terrible headshot of me where, I mean, I've got like dark circles under my eyes, no makeup. And I, you know, I look like I've been working third shift at the Waffle House, you know, and not <laughs> had a day off in a month, right? So I submitted it and um, got an audition. I thought, oh, okay, because I immediately looked to see who the casting director was in Atlanta. He didn't know me. I didn't know him. So I thought, ooh, I didn't know right? So um, I was in Asheville at the time. So I went to the studio and I put myself on tape and I, I, I went all out. I wore my husband's big oversized beat up sweats and, you know, a beat up sweatshirt. And I like back brushed my hair like I had dreads. And I mean, I did green and black under my eyes and whited out my lips. I looked like a straight up drug addict, which was what I was kind of going for. And I just had a blast. And I, do I did two different takes because I like to give different options. And one of them, I think I had this dumb beanie on my head or something. So anyway, I just had a blast with it and I let it go. I didn't even... I did put my Atlanta agent, but I didn't even tell them because they know I self-submit all the time and they just, they know I'm very independent and they go with it because it was such a long shot. I didn't even mention it to them. And then they call me a couple of weeks later and they're like, they thought she, they had screwed up. They said, Susan, you have a callback for a homeless woman. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot to tell you. So anyway, I was like, oh man, I got to meet these guys. So I had researched the big three, John Hurwitz, Josh Hield and Hayden Schlossberg. <laughs> And so I knew all about them and I knew right, Billy Zabka and Ralph Macho and Marty Cove were all signed on. I thought, man, this could be huge karate kid. Right. So I know I was going to have to go with full characters. So I walked in the room. I'm changing out in the car in the parking lot and telling the security guard, Hey, see me now. Let me back in this car. And he's like, Oh, you look great. So I went in and I just had a blast and I just left it all on the floor and I got the Oh my God. So no, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than playing a character. I, I knew Betty Davis in her older years and we used to chat a lot about old Hollywood and I said, um, you were the first one to take makeup off, shave your head, and look grotesque sometimes. She said, Ron, those are the parts I loved playing. She said, like, I, I like, she said, like, playing the housewife was never her thing. You know, and she wanted the, the, the meaty roles, the roles that yeah. you could get into. And she did Apple Annie. And in Apple Annie, she was a street person a homeless person. So she did it way before uh, anybody yeah. did in Hollywood. And that's where yeah. you're Wait, going. I go and back. I think that's good for you. You I should do character. It brings, out, brings you. out your talent. <clears throat> Actually, first of all, I want to say, I don't know anybody who ever booked anything on Actors Access. So number one, congratulations with that. Uh, and number two, <laughs> I mean, when you did that, you didn't even know that it was going to be the biggest show on tele, the biggest show in the whole world. Oh, man, right. No way. I, I mean, you hope. But I mean, you know, I've been in this business so long. I don't ever get too excited.
Um, <laughs> just but, stay right but, here in reality. So that must have wait, been a wait, big wait. thing. She, she brought up a point. How, how many years are you in the business? Uh, you know, uh, over 30. I mean, I wasn't a child actor, but so, I mean, I'm so, doing it. So, so you, you, you don't do not look anything like your years. What are you? What's your secret? What have you got in your face? I'm face? telling you, you want to see it? It's this thing right here. That makes you look soft. But you, do you have fillers? Do you have facelift? Tell, tell us. No, about. I don't have any fillers. I mean, you know, I've done a little something here and there. I try to stay on top of it, but I, I'm a, I did the fillers one time in my my mouth. No, don't do that. Oh my god, it's it so funny. So you look, you look, you look really, really, really young for your age. I well, swear to you, I'm not lying. lying. No, I promise. If I if I didn't know better, I would say you were 39 or 40, or even younger. Okay, your cataracts are growing back or something. No, 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 no. I think you do. I think no. So I, you I guys just says she perf- on her IMDb. You guys can look it up. She performs ages 48 to 100. <laughs> no. I do. I do. That's I'll like play 100. Hey, those makeup people are a phenomenal. I'm almost hundred, so I can I can advertise that with honesty. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, you really look good. So Ron's eighty. That's how to stay on top of it, guys. And I have on a lot of makeup right now, and I have great lighting. Trust me, two hours ago, I did not look like this. So the chat room wants to know who's your favorite person you've ever worked with. Do you have a favorite? My favorite person. And if you don't want to name a favorite, you can say, who did you have the most fun with otherwise? Well, who would you like to work with? No, we're going to do that next. (laughs) You know, I I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to go with Holly Hunter because I've been a big fan of hers for a long time. And it was kind of a bucket list thing. And I had a female director. I think it was my first female director that I'd ever gotten to work with. So that was a very memorable moment for me. And um, that was, she was probably the, the biggest a-lister that I had ever worked with and just watching her work and her process was just, uh, it was just a thrill for me. Absolutely. I love She's it. very tiny, right? <clears throat> She's tiny, like teensy. Yeah. I, I thought she, you know, a lot Actually, of them. You're tiny too. No, I'm don't. small. She's tiny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> lot, lots no, of a difference. Lots of people on screen look so tall, and then when you see them in person, you see how small they are. But I know. Yeah, but that there's I'll, nothing tiny about her insides and about her. No, no. Her, her oh, that's so funny. Do you know who Stephen Lang is? He's like the bad guy in in Avatar. He's been in everything, but he muscle was, bound, handsome. Um, you would look, know him if you look him up. Big so muscles. We went, big, We we had. Uh, they had called us from a film festival in Pennsylvania when we lived in Pennsylvania to come and interview the stars at the film festival, and so Stephen Lang was one of the uh, stars appearing, and he's like super A list. He's like. Big, he's like in every. Tall, uh, if you like horror movies, he was the in the horror movie where. Uh, was uh, he was like a blind guy, right. and like they try to rob his house. Right. Uh, oh, I forgot the name of it. But anyway, really cool. anyway, we uh, met him in real life, and on TV, he looks like he's like a, a Marvel superhero. He's so big. huge, gigantic. And then we went with him, and we met him in real life, and he's like five. He's now five four or five he, five. He's, <laughs> he's built. No, he's built like a Frenchman. You know, Frenchmen have narrow yes. shoulders. Yes. He's absolutely built like a Frenchman. He's about five uh, ten. No, he doesn't five. No, ten. he he uh, came up to my like shoulders. No, I slow danced with him. He's not gay, by the way. He's straight. <laughs> But we were in our interview. We wound up slow dancing together, and and, and he came up to my nose. No, he yeah, didn't. he did. He was not that little, Jimmy. 
Now he's going to look him up. Anyway, he happens to be one of the greatest guys in the world. Fabulous. And the least homophobic person I've ever met in my life. He and they loved, were dancing he together. He loves gay people because his wife does all the costumes for movies. So he's yeah. been around gay people forever. So hold on, now, now we want to go back to you because we only have a couple minutes. And left. he's somebody you you will yeah, you enjoy would love working, him, with. working with him. He's in all the avatars that are coming th out. He just th three, th there's three th more yeah, of them. They're shooting more. them simultaneously. Well, and I may or may not have been in a Marvel Universe production recently. Oh, good. I have. You a, can't say so. Don't. Do you know? I, uh, do I you suspect know, you cannot tell. Do you know Alexander <laughs> Fulcito? He's a stuntman. Alexander Fulcito. Anyway, he's part of the uh, the the crew. The she can't say my anything. production team, and he's in all the Marvel ones. He, well, he's in uh, like all of them. So I thought maybe you would meet him while drop you were on it. set. Don't go any further. That's right. She can't talk. Ellipsis. About it. So when you're in it, we'll Isn't bring that you back. When, when you're allowed to talk about it, then we'll have you come back. And it's we'll talk it's about coming it. out in June. Oh, you're in Suicide Squad. That's awesome. Yep. Oh, nope. <laughs> oh no, that's she DC anyway. That's not Marvel. She never said anything. Okay, that's right, because Marvel, the Suicide Squad, DC anyway. Away. Leave it alone, Jim. All right, we're gonna leave it away. So here's my question for you: bucket list. Okay, here's my bucket list. If you could work with any male or and female actor, uh, who would be on your bucket list, male and female, that you would like to work with? And if you could have ever been in any movie ever made, what movie would you have liked to been in? Okay, my bucket list actor would be Liam Neeson because I love Big Irishman. Oh, I like him too. Um, actress would be Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, oh yes. yes. Fabulous. Yes. We love that. I'm so Wonderful. glad you didn't say Meryl Streep. Everybody what, always you, says you Meryl pick, Streep. You pick two of the best. Yes, you pick great yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I agree and 100%. Well, she, you know, the 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 uh, the the characters that she portrays are just phenomenal, and she and she was really? uh, Bellatrix and Harry Potter, and I could just watch her work over and over and over again. And the stuff I agree, Alice in Wonderland. She is oh she was brilliant, brilliant. Uh, yeah, and she was in like Ocean's Eight. Crown. I mean, she's done so much. She and she's fearless. She's fearless. And she's a character actress. I also like Lynn Shay because Lynn Shay has inspired me to to be more fearless and and to you know throw that vanity stuff and beauty stuff out the window and let's do some work. I Lynch mean, what she did and um um not Kingfisher. What was it with Woody Harrelson? Um, Swordfish. No, something fish. Something fish. She was on, actually. We Shona, had her on our show Shona many, fish. many, many, many years ago. She was on our show. Oh. Lynn Shea, who she's oh, talking yeah, about. Right. She was on yeah. our show. She's like an icon in the world of horror, you know, because she's in all the like, horror but movies. But this is the movie that she did with Woody Harrelson. It's not Kingfisher because that was the one with Robin Williams where he played the homeless person. This was. Uh, I can't believe y'all can't remember that movie. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, what movie, so the last question was: If you could have been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you have liked to been in? Oh, Harry Potter. Oh, I love that. I'm a fucking Harry Potter freak. I literally, you know, I'll, I'll, I could play her sister, um, Malfoy's mother. Yes, yeah, Malfoy's I mother. Actually, you're too young to play Malfoy's mother because Malfoy's well, mother. And Harry Potter was ninety percent CGI. Harry Potter is one of my favorite series. All of that stuff. I like all the wizards are real. Oh, the wizards mean? are real. The wizards are real, but all the rest of the stuff's not. No, yes. but all, all those. Back I've seen Harry Potter like like right. the whole season series. I've seen it like like sixty times, literally. Mm -hmm. Like I watch all of them all the time. Um, but I I'll tell you another one. You know, uh, Jeff Daniels' character 
what's his name? Frank Griffin in Godless. Have y'all ever seen that? Oh, I haven't. That's a TV it's series, so right? From Harry Potter, Ron. <laughs> it's like he is this evil, cruel guy. But you find out why, because you know people become different type people because of what's happened to them and his character in godless is phenomenal i'm like i want to play the female version of frank griffin played by uh jeff daniels in godless so there you that, go that's a tv series right it was yeah it's like a mini series kind of thing okay yeah, i don't think is that the one that had is that is that the one where he's missing it's his arm that's the one where he's missing his arm his arm gets chopped off or whatever shot with michelle dockery <laughs> Is Michelle Dockery yeah. in that? Oh, because yes. Michelle yes. Dockery is his like favorite actress. I think she is. is right. Right. She is one of the most understated, brilliant people in the world. I have seen her play Downtown Abbey, the princess, the queen bullshit artist, you know, snobby bitch. Right. And I saw her play a drug addict, kleptomaniac prostitute in that wonderful series she goes anywhere does it she's a brilliant actress and i don't know where the hell she went or what happened to her i wish she'd work in in our country i i want to see more of her actually she's in a tv series on apple but we don't get apple she she is really and she really becomes the character 100 she doesn't fool me then i mean i she she fools me a hundred percent. That's what you have to do when you act. You know that you yeah. have to be. I, I love I love her work. She's always inspired me. But you know what? You, 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 I, don't, you, I don't think that that's godless. Godless was uh, was a western, and it was it aired several years ago, starring Jeff Daniels as Frank Griffin. Um, have you have you met Michelle? I have not. Oh oh, have, oh that was the same time she did on the bucket list. She did okay. So she she was in a series on TNT called Good Behavior. It is one. It was on for two seasons, and Wonderful. it was so excellent. One. It wasn't even like you should actually watch it. We're, we'll watch Godless too because he loves. He loves she, her. It's she, hard to watch, guys. I'm just telling you, but I just find that his character and his performance of that that character um, brilliant, and I just love it. I love so it many too. actors and actresses that are understated and so many actresses and actresses that are so famous. And I don't know what for. Uh, I really found that about Hollywood to be gross. It's all about your PR and who you are and how beautiful you are or how big your boobs are. Uh, talent yeah, doesn't. No, talent doesn't seem to exist anymore. Years ago, an actor was respected for their talent. Today, yeah. it's how many seats can you sell? We'll yes. put you. We'll put you in our movie if you sell Your social seats. media numbers. Oh, where are you guys right now? Where are Palm, you? Palm, Palm, Springs. Palm Springs, California. Okay. okay. You know, and Michelle and so many other actors that we we I can't even name the male and female actors that have been working for 20, 30 years, probably like yourself, who are great actors and actresses and are not getting what they need because right. they only concentrate on Meryl Streep. And uh, Al Pacino, because they sell tickets. And I hate, right now, I have a movie I've written. With, I want Lainey Kazan to play in it. We're working on it. And Jimmy keeps saying, we're not going to get the funding, the couple of million you need without a big right. name. Without a big name. Yeah, bullshit. bullshit. A big, Lainey Kazan is probably one of the most talented actresses in the world. She could play. Hey, first jo- of all, ask her if she knows I'm, who Lainey Kazan is. Of course she knows who Lainey, my big fat Greek wedding. I know, but yeah, I want to see if you don't know who Lainey Kazan that. is. 
Lainey Kazan has been singing forever. She's a wonderful jazz singer and actress. She's been in all the my big fat Greek weddings, and I understand the third one's coming. <laughs> She's been in many movies. She plays a typical Brooklyn Jewish woman with all the overtones of, of being Jewish. She's a brilliant actress. Hang on, Susan, say hi to Scott. Hi, Scott. So Scott, Hi. Scott hosts a Rock Titan TV, and he oh. like he just joined us, and he hasn't been in our chat room in a long time, and he just writes, Susan is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, but she's married. Oh, with, she's married with, with kids. Yeah, put it away. She's wait married till you see her, with wait kids. Till you, but everybody needs to see her in Cobra because we've got another guest coming, so we've got to move along. But we're going to say everybody needs to watch Cobra Kai because – Literally, it's like her her performance as homeless as Lynn, which I I don't know why. I, I guess everybody calls her homeless Lynn, even though it's really just Lynn, right? <laughs> um, right, right. I guess because there's social media handles that say homeless Lynn, that that just makes me think it's homeless <laughs> Lynn. But but it's really you guys. It's an it's a Golden Globe, Emmy, Academy Award, you know, worthy performance. It's really really good. Hopefully, we're gonna see her in more in the new season that's coming out. I know she can't say, and hopefully, we're gonna see her in a superhero movie sometimes this summer that we can't say. And please follow her on social media. Her Twitter. Is Susan L. Gallagher. Her Instagram is I am Susan Gallagher. Gallagher is G A L L A G H E R. You can see what she's got going on in her social media. On Facebook, the fans have started Cobra Kai's Homeless Lynn on Facebook. Oh, I'm going to join it later today. So, Cobra Kai's Homeless Lynn, you guys on on Facebook. I I really want to thank you for coming on the show. I wish you so much success in everything that you do. You know what? She's going to do it. I could tell her personality. Yeah, you tell them, Ron. We're going to. Do you're going to do it and because actually, you have the personality. I have, to do it. I have a bunch of films that we're trying to put together that we're going to be shooting in Atlanta, and we're only flying in whoever the like lead person is. And the we're mon- the using, money bear. And we're going to use local talent for all the rest. So, like, once I actually I'm get there, to the point, I'm in Atlanta. Um, most I, of the time, I, I, I will be, I will be contacting you. So, if you need anything or you have anything to promote, let us know. And we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks thank a lot, you guys, so much. Thanks for inviting uh, me. Bye. Stay, stay happy. Stay healthy. You too. Bye now. She's so sweet. Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. All right, everybody. What's up? Uh, a whole bunch of people in the chat room. Uh, people joined us, but we're going to bring on our next guest. I'm super excited for our next guest also. Hello, hello. Say something. Let's make sure I can hear you. I'm j- oh, did I mute myself? Oh, no, I can hear Am you. I- we-, we can hear oh, okay. you. Okay. I'm Jennifer Rubin. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi. Jennifer. Hi. So now we're going to introduce you properly. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actress, model, screenwriter, producer, Jennifer Rubin. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to have you. Uh, before we get okay, started, before let, we me, get let started, me introduce you. Wait, I, I, I'm busting at the seams. How many people have told you you look like Ava Gardner? Oh, I was going to play her in a movie with Halle Berry. You should. And, uh, you are her double. You have your <laughs> face. You're as gorgeous as Ava. Ava Gardner was one of the most beautiful women Hollywood ever produced. And my God, you look just like you had black hair and black makeup, you know, eyebrows and stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you are Ava Gardner. What a compliment. I wish uh, I looked like you. I wish I looked like Ava Gardner. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I love her so much. Yeah. So let me introduce, this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, Eva Gardner. Hi, Ron. <laughs> and we have a chat room, literally, we have a chat room full of people, so please say hi to everybody in the chat room. 
Hi, you guys. I miss you, and it's nice to be back and be seen, and I'll see you around. Absolutely, and then it's we have, really scaring me. We have, um, we have, <laughs> we have no, a, it's so so fucking spooky. I can't believe it. We have a lot of horror movie fans in the chat room, and one of them in particular just had neck surgery, and she she put on Facebook that she was watching Nightmare on Elm Street three last night because you were coming on today. So her name is Dawn. Just say hi to Dawn for me, please. Hi, Dawn. Be beautiful and bad. See you there again you soon. <laughs> you got to love she it. She okay. even has the dimples like Ava. Okay, so yes. I'm freaking and she out. Was, and she was barefoot. She was a barefoot Contessa. She was absolutely the bee's knees. Absolutely. I I nev- I've never met her. But my dearest friend in the world was Jane Russell, you know, the actress, the legend. Uh, yeah, of course. And Jane Russell did not like Ava Gardner. I got that out of Jane. She said she was a nut, troublemaker, and you never know what you throw a bottle at you. She was really wild and weird. And I said, well, that's what Frank Sinatra liked about her. And she said, no, that's what Frank didn't like about it. Frank had to be the macho man. She was the macho man. Frank used to cower down to her. He would be afraid of her. This is Astro would, by the chance. She, 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 she had a gun once and they were driving and she was shooting all the lampposts out in Palm Springs. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool to do, though. I mean, what are psychos for? <laughs> I mean, I love Ava Gardner. I read her life story, the book, and I agreed with everything she did. She was a free spirit. Uh, she, I think she was a little bipolar, but, you know, she drank a lot. Who is it? Who is it? Right, exactly. But, <laughs> but now I want to know more about it. They wanted you to play Ava Gardner. Tell me about it. Well, you know, um, I uh, was offered the role to play her, and uh, I passed. Why? Are you crazy? <laughs> well, yeah, in a way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that. <laughs> I know. I pa- you know, I passed on a lot of things because, y- you know, uh, I I didn't know what I was doing, and the thing is, is I it was such a compliment, and it's such a nice thing, Ooh. but. I, you know, I was so stupid because I thought, oh, I don't want to copy anybody. And that's no. all. Yeah. And it wasn't that. But I was so naive. I wasn't. I just was really naive. And I didn't. Uh, it should have been explained to me. You, you know, oh, gosh, you would have you brought know. so much value to that role. The one that played Ava Gardner's life story looked nothing like her. And that's the woman we saw in the movie last night. Was oh, it, the and you know, no, the brunette, the three names. I forgot which movie we saw. Sarah Jessica Parker oh, or no, Mary no. Louise? No, no, Mary no. Mary Louise? No, no. The first movie we saw? Yeah. Uh, Fr- Francis McDormand. No, not Francis no. McDormand. Uh, Marcia Gay Harden. Yes. Marcia Gay Harden. Oh, Marcia Gay Harden. Now, oh, she, well, you she, know. Looked, she looked nothing like Ava Gardner, and she played Ava Gardner. I mean, yeah. you could have, and she starred in that. Well, you could have played that part and become a big star from it. But yeah, maybe we'll do, it, a, we'll do it again. Well, you know, I, I, I'm into those kind of like what I feel about film audiences now is they they seem like they've never seen a black and white movie. You no, know what I mean? It's changing where you really need to see the faces and the relationships and doing, you know, uh, like a little less camera moves. And more relationship, you know. I agree. Ron agrees with you one hundred percent. If you were in this room, I'd give you a big kiss on the cheek. <laughs> yeah, I so you. agree with you. There yeah. is no, there's no such thing anymore as a character and a background. 
Nothing. What? They, they well, told I, Karen, oh, go ahead. Well, I, I have my, my film. I, I'm going to do, I have a trilogy, a script trilogy, and I call myself the new classics because I'm, I want to bring back those old relationship storylines and then, and uh, I just want to do like an updated on the waterfront, an updated. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful life, an updated uh, all about Eve, and then I want to call it a day. Well, you know, those are masterpieces, and sometimes they're better not touched because. Well, they no, can no, never... no, nothing, no, nothing similar to it, other than that the camera stays right. on the actor. Yes, that's, yes. That's the oh. only way that I mean it is the camera has to oh. stay on the face and the eyes and the relationship and stay in there. He is so not... excited now. I can't breathe. <laughs> you have said, <sighs> I have said what you are saying a million times uh, that jump camera is for the birds. You've got yeah. to, you've got to do a two shot. You've got to do a long shot. You've got to no. get the room in. We have to know the room they're in so we get a feel for who they are and what their value money wise or brain wise or intelligence is. If they're in the library with books, we know they're smart. If they're in a sewer, we know they're down and out. They don't do yeah. that anymore. There's no character establishment. There's no cinetic establishment. Is that a wonderful word? I don't know if that's well, cinetic. You, you- well, you write and I write. And the thing is, is now that everything has gone this far, it's time to bring it back. You know oh, what I mean? I'm everything I'm everything old is new again. Everything old and new is new again. So you it write is. it and, the, the I, and movie, I'll help produce it and we'll make it. The movie I have oh, just, yeah. the movie I have just written is for Lainey Kazan and it takes place in 1943. And it's about a Jewish woman who's married to a mafia guy, and she's a bookie. And from there, it unfolds. And it's done exactly like you said. We Are we going to hold the shots? The character, you know every single person in that movie. You will know who they are and why they're there and the meaningful reason. Um, so people have read it. Some people said it sounded like it looks like a play. It's not a play. It's a movie. Well, this is what they say to me, too. They say, oh, this is a play. I, they, they're like, you know, it's a play. And I'm like, fuck you. It, I, it, it, you don't think I know what I wrote? <laughs> oh, I love you. I adore you. I love you. I worship you. <laughs> and, the fact, and the fact that she's a bookie, the fact that she's a bookie, you know what I mean? A bookie. Like, you know what I mean? There's some grit and there's some. There's some no, it's really it's really good. It's, it's actually there's a really good, good stuff skip. in it. You know, I came from Brooklyn and I wrote about people I knew in my neighborhood as I grew up. And yes, there were all the characters I have and they're true to life. And my voice is going. And um, I wrote character development. I wrote that as you get to see the film, you fall in love with the leading lady. You fall in love with her character. They don't do yeah. that anymore. Now they shoot blood at them. They blow them up and they go in a car and they drive a million miles an hour. I was so bored well, you know, they say, well, and I, I don't mean this to any girl. I, I don't have an ass, but Betty Davis is the one who said we had faces then. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now they have asses. And they're watching. They're no. watching the girl walk away. I don't mean that in any disrespect to the, but the the, the hourglass of you know Bo- Bocelli's Venus. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you throw out the relationship and you focus on that, that well, you know, well, whatever, you know. 
You know what the sad thing is? It all comes down to money. It all comes down to the people who invest in films. They're the culprits. They don't want a film that is quality. They're not interested in, in the storyline. They want a big major star and they want to make money. They want it to be a hit. And they build these stars up. I just finished talking about this with our other guests. You know, uh, Al Pacino, you know, move on, Al. You've done your thing. You were here a long time. Great. We love you. There are younger people now who can fill your gap and give a good delivery. But the investors don't want it. They say, who's Joe Blow from Kokomo? We don't know him. We want Al Pacino. But how much can you see of Al Pacino after a while? It becomes, you become numb to it. Well, you know, they should make uh like some kind of go, go fund me in a way where, you know, my films, because they're stage play movies, right? They're $500,000. Like just, there should be a $500,000 kitty to pull from, yes. you know, that would with, be cool. with our, that, that's Jimmy's department. Yeah. That's my, with our, with yes. our whole, with our whole crew, you know, like, you know, bring them together and, I mean, it's about the script, you know. So I want to do some brag. First of all, I want to say, let right, everybody- let me ask you a question. Where are where do you where are you now? I'm I'm down the street from your house, Los Angeles, downtown. <laughs> okay, I think you and I should meet. <clears throat> I think we could do something. Okay. All right. So here's what um, I want to do. First, I want to say, you guys, I met Jennifer, and this is a long time ago, probably 15 years ago or so or more, maybe, because I've been with Ron almost 10. Uh, and we were at a convention when I lived in Florida at ScreamFest. I was very good friends with Brooke McCarter from The Lost Boys. He introduced me to Jennifer. We all hung out for a weekend at that weekend at ScreamFest. Um, she's the star of one of my all-time, like, favorite movies that nobody even knows what it is uh probably but it's called permanent record which we're going to talk about in a minute because i like love it um uh, but, but but things that i didn't know when i met her then uh and that i've learned since i knew she was coming on the show number one is you were like a big time model um yeah yeah so you, so you were the ford international i wonder why 1984 <laughs> you guys i'm gonna i'm doing some bragging now especially for all you guys Wait, i the, didn't finish i wonder why they put her ugly <laughs> they put her ugly face in the magazine <laughs> so you guys so this especially for all the guys who keep writing how gorgeous she is oh my um, god she's breathtaking. okay you guys beautiful. so in 1984 jennifer rubin was the ford international model of the year oh she was dear. in vogue harper's bazaar glamour interview magazine she was the original, and Ron still uses this, the original Calvin Klein model for Obsession. Yes, I love Obsession. Um, and but, that's not, but that's not true. Um, oh, okay. Kate Moss's. Moss I did um, David Lynch's uh, Obsession series of commercials for Obsession. Okay. That's, um, yeah. So I took that off of Wikipedia or someplace. I don't know where I took that. Um, okay, Kate Moss, but you were still yeah. an obsession model. That's our part. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, and yeah. she was in Super Bowl commercials for Chevrolet, Coke, and Budweiser, and then. I don't know what movie came first, but like originally why you were at Scream Fest is because you were tearing in a Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warrior, which to me is the best of all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Um, yeah. And you are the badassest character. I even have like my fanboy picture of you in the outfit, you know, that you signed for me yeah. at the convention. And, and uh, it's such an amazing film. And, and I know there's a lot of horror movie fans in the uh, chat room who are like, freaking it out oh somebody says in the chat room you were a competitive swimmer too were you a competitive swimmer oh yeah yeah yep 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 that was tina tina how the hell did you know that <laughs> now, are, you, are, you, are you originally from new york no well you know sandra bernhardt 
Yeah. Where do you yes. think she's where where do you think she's from? Uh, I know, I've never asked her. I never thought of it. You know, she's too funny to even ask. Do you do you think that she's from New York? I would say so. Yeah, it's Arizona. There's something <laughs> about the if there's something about the intense heat and then the the city of New York that's cuz the that's the I'm from the Wild West. Arizona doesn't even seem to be a part of the United States. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's uh, so I'm from there. So tough from the the heat. Yeah. Okay. Now you're 14 years old. What's going on in your head? Um, I have my first love. I'm with him. My first love started at eight. We were in the middle of my first love. I had my best friend at summer camp. I had it all. How were you when you started but modeling? Wait a minute, wait How old were you wait, when wait, you started wait, modeling? I didn't finish my question. Oh. When you looked in the mirror, did you see a, a, a gawky kid or a beautiful girl? Oh, oh well, actually, um, I was with my first love. I was playing racquetball with him at uh, where I swam. And uh, I finished the stroke on my nose. And I broke my nose, but I had one. I had one of those uh, Indian noses, you know. So I was the smart, funny girl. And then uh, they uh, they had to fix it because I really mashed it. My mom fixed it. I, I didn't think much of it. And that that's when I became a model. When they when they took off this little bit, then it all my whole world changed. Really. Oh and, now, what what is your ethnic background? French and German. See, that's I, I. I know that when you get that German in people, beauty comes out. Mix German with anything, and you've got beautiful people. <laughs> no, it's Thanks. true. I've taken notice of that. Uh, most of the people that I admire so much have German in them, and other Spanish, French, Italian, or whatever. But somehow yeah. that, that German is a damn good mix. Okay, so I want you are really beautiful. <laughs> you are really beautiful, and you know what? You're, um, ni you're nice, and you're down to earth, and you're modest, and you you're okay. You got a good head on your shoulders. You. But boy, oh thank boy, you. and I'm gay as a lark. But boy, are you <laughs> are you beautiful? I mean, I could look at your face all day long. You are just so beautiful. So you guys, I'm going to do a, 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 a three a three minute bragging thing here now, and then we're going to come back and talk a little okay. bit about a Nightmare on Elm Street and permanent record. So. Besides Nightmare on Elm Street and Permanent Records, some of the other things that you guys have seen her in, and some of them I picked out on purpose just because like, uh, I either love the movies or we've had people on our show. Um, but a really big one was The Crush with Alicia Silverstone when she's like crazy, uh, like which is a great <laughs> freaking movie. Um, Stranger by Night with Stephen Bauer, William Catt, and Ashley Lawrence, which we've had William and Ashley on the show. Um, she starred opposite Mariel Hemingway in Deceptions 2, Edge of Deception, in The Playmaker with Colin Firth, John Getz, and Dean Norris, Red Scorpion 2 with John Savage and Paul Van Dichter and Michael Ironside, um, Little Witches, which I freaking love, with Clea Duvall. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, she was in the Doors movie, you guys, with Val Kilmer, Meg Ryan, Kyle McLaughlin, Kevin Dillon, Kathleen Quinlan, Josie Bissett, Wes Studi, Billy Idol, Michael Madsen, and Kelly Who, which we went to an Oscar party with Kelly. Uh, Screamers, which Screamers 2 I actually like better because Lance Henriksen's in it, but with Peter Weller. Um, Too Much Sun with Robert Downey Jr. and Ralph Macchio and Leo Rossi, who's been on the show. Last Lives with C. Thomas Howell, Billy Worth, and Judge Reinhold. Billy, Hull, uh, We see Billy Worth all the time in L.A. Blueberry Hill, she was the, 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 the beautiful girl in Chris Isaac's video, Somebody's Crying. 
Uh, Bad Dreams with E.G. Daly, who's been on the show a million times. Charles Fleischer, Richard Lynch. Transmorphers is something that was more recent, and I didn't see that one, so I don't know what that one is. Fall of Man, but I wrote it down. Roadkill with Tony Dennison. Richard Portnow has been on the show. Eric Palladino. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of other ones. I just picked out those because they're the ones I like. And on television shows, you guys have seen her on Miami Vice, Tales from the Crypt, The Outer Limits, Drop Dead Gorgeous, The Fear Inside, The Twilight Zone. Um, but my two, my actual favorite is not even – Nightmare on Elm Street. It's permanent record, and yeah. and I don't know if people really. Saw, it's kind of like I don't know. There was another movie similar to it called River's Edge. I don't know if you ever saw River's Edge back in the day. Um, well, it's but, the studio. It's the studio version of River's Edge. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah. um Now we have wait, a wait. We have to talk about this because this is like a big deal. <laughs> I thought you were done. No, permanent record. It's like one of my all-time. <laughs> the song from it that they sing, "Wishing on uh, the Star," or whatever song is yeah. like uh, the greatest song. Um, you guys, this movie starred Pamela Gidley, Keanu Reeves, Alan Boyce, Jennifer Rubin, uh, and it's basically like a tragedy story about a guy who like has everything that you would ever want. Uh, and he dies and it ends up, you know, he commits suicide and the school and everything in the high school won't let the kids grieve basically is like, like the premise of the story, but it's one of the best done movies ever. And I just want to know either a story or tell us something about it. Cause like anybody who hasn't seen it needs to see it. It's literally like one of my top in my top hundred favorite movies of all time. Oh, uh, uh, well, I, where do I start with that one? That was back in the day when uh, they really made fun of Keanu Reeves in a painful way. And uh, and they made fun of me, too. Yeah. I remember being made fun of a lot. And then... Um, Hang on, stop. This, How could they make fun of you? They were jealous. I have uh, football shoulders. So what? So did uh, John Crawford. Fuck them. Yeah. Who made fun of you? <laughs> Who made Ronald, fun of you? I was ready to go punch no, you. <laughs> I want to know what assholes made fun of you. There's nothing. You're charming. You're well-spoken. You're beautiful. What's to make fun of? Jealousy. Well, and, look at Keanu, yeah. and, look, and look at Keanu Reeves now. I mean, give me a, yeah. give me a break, morons, that made fun of our drop dead. I can't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, know. Uh, well, there's, I mean, was a joy to shoot. It definitely was a joy to shoot. And uh, gosh, what do you? What kind of story do you want? I mean, I got. I don't know. I, so I, how I, was, just anything, anything that strikes your fancy of like a cool story from it. Uh, how did you even get involved with it? Was that your first movie or your second movie? Well, Kath, uh, uh, Amanda Mackey and Kathy Henriksen cast that, and casting it was. That was an awesome casting uh, because I had to yell for like the boy. He he throws himself over a cliff and I had to like yell for him. And it was one of those acting moments where you feel all that emotion come out of you. But you haven't done it enough to know that that was something special. So yes. you walk away thinking, oh, I did it. You know what I mean? What 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 did I do? I want to do it again. But you don't know what you did. Right. And then. um the, the being, you know, troubled teens together and uh, partying uh, and singing. Um, that was when Keanu was uh, becoming himself like a, a musician. He was becoming uh, a chess player. He was he was just becoming. I mean, we were all becoming uh, something uh, or another. And uh, 
and the great uh, Marissa Silver was a great director. She was very kind, and um, and then uh, you know there's some there's some stuff that you don't talk about. Right, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's true. I mean, I noticed because, like, you guys, she's on Facebook, she's on Instagram, you guys, but she just started the Instagram page literally when I tagged her on Instagram and found out somebody was impersonating her. So, her Instagram is <laughs> jennifer.rubin.1253. She has great pictures that she did for Women in Film Month on her our Facebook page, um, which is freaking like awesome. Like, with like every major star on the planet, like you, I, I went down your your Facebook page and I was like, oh, here she is with Robert Downey Jr. Here's with everybody who was like, you know, the, the hottest stars ever, and um, which is really. Yeah. I want to go to that page. Do it for me later. Okay, I'll show yeah, you. Yeah, it, it, it was it was fun to do because one, I I, I just had found those pictures and um, I kind of I I don't like to be like stuck up because everybody has to have a job, you know. And but uh, so but then when I posted them, some of my friends in high school said, oh, I thought you were a loser and you were a winner. And it was just like, well, you know, you like you guys said, it's all paid. You know, it's all the publicists. Um, they they're, they're all bought and paid for. And all those pictures are just paparazzi catching me here and there. And but I I didn't pay a paparazzi. Yeah, I didn't pay a publicist for, you know. All those pictures. To, right. Yeah. You now, know, wait a so. minute. Let's, let's go back. High school, you had to have yeah. been voted the most beautiful girl in your graduating class. Do you know what's so great is, is uh, my best friend. I, you know what's so weird is I like to be a Robin. I don't want to be Batman. I want to be Robin. It's a terrible thing. But it, my my best friend, Stacy Smallwood, her now last name Simon, but Stacy was, she won a princess Every year, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade, twelfth grade, she was just the bee's knees, and I was just so lucky to just sit in a circle at lunchtime with her and have a great life, you know. I bet I you now, now she's probably five hundred pounds and uglier. No, she's um now she married uh, Omaha Steaks. She's rich. <laughs> 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 Good for you, Stacey. Now, yeah. now, she's, gonna, were, she's a winner. She's a winner. If I were in your class, I certainly would have voted for you as prom queen and the most beautiful girl in school. I mean, uh, I, I don't see how you could have changed from then till now. I, I wasn't sugar. I wasn't chopped liver. I, I did get runner up. <laughs> I got runner up. Uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? You know what? In my book, you're number one. And and I, and I I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. People that know me know Ron Russell tells it like it is. I'm 80 years old. I don't need to bullshit anymore. That was when I was younger. Now I yeah. I'm like an old man. Now I tell what I feel. And I'm going to say a couple of things about you. You're beautiful. You're delightful. You're smile. You're charming. You can only Thank make you. you can only make someone's company happier that you're in their company you are oh, now no it's i'm not sweet i'm being honest sweet bullshit uh <laughs> now you have a special guy are you married what is it i sacrificed my private life for uh work acting right Nothing. So that means so that means she's single, and we could, if we meet somebody really nice and wealthy, we could like introduce her. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Omaha, Omaha State's brother. 
<laughs> so okay, so hold on. We have to go. We have to go now because like, I love her. I just love all these, looking at all her. these horror movie people are like freaking out. So they all want to know okay. stuff about Nightmare. So so you play Taryn in the Nightmare. On Wait Elm a minute, Street. Jimmy. Do you think I shouldn't say this on the? I'll, uh, I'll, say it on air. I can't, I I'll talk to you later. We'll talk to her. We have her contact. So we have a Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warrior. You play Taryn. Mm-hmm. Other people in the film: Heather Langenkamp, Craig Wasson, Patricia Arquette, Lawrence Fishburne, Lou Reed, John Saxon, Robert England, Ken Sagos. Well, actually, we see him a lot, too. Um, um, you play the badassest person ever, which I'll have to show Ron. I have to go through. I don't put. The, I don't have those pictures up. I have them in books. But to see, show him what you look like then. Actually, I'll look for it on the I computer. I see what she looks like. So, Are you kidding? So tell everybody uh, a little bit about Nightmare on Elm Street because they're all, like, freaking out. What a great movie. We love it. We love it. Ha, ha, ha. Like, so uh, like, tell them something about that one. And I'm going to look for a picture of you in you that. You know, I worked with some of the biggest models in 1960. Uh, I worked oh. for a, I worked for a beauty salon called La Jolie Femme. It was in Sutton Place. And downstairs, there was a studio where these girls would get made up. And Sarah Tom, I knew very well. You don't even know who she is. Sarah Tom was one of the top models. She was on the ultra blue bleach bottle. She was in all the magazines and all the subways. And the other one, oh, these girls were emaciated. They were like one pound and white skin. You could see their, yeah, she's drop dead. Look at you guys. So everybody's no. looking. This is like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you something. If you were back in those days, you would have been one of the top models of the day because you have that look, the Grace Kelly, the American sweetheart look. You would, I mean, listen, oh. produ- producers and directors. Oh, my God. Producers and directors out there. This gal, this, she has to be as beautiful, as famous as Clarice. What the hell is her name? Just see you when he's. Oh, Charlie's theory. Uh, well, I love my. I love models. I love Kelly LeBrock and Kelly yeah. Emberg and all the girls. I was. I signed with Wilhelmina back in the day. Okay. And they were. And when I was older, I went back. I, I went back to New York City and uh, and uh, and Wilhelmina still represented me. They, the bookers are still there. They're still there. When I was uh, 18, I modeled for Sears and Roebuck. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. What what are you talking about? It was mail away. It was one picture of me in a suit, and they had it done four times, and they painted the color of the suit blue, beige. (laughs) That's how horrible it was. Hold your collar, hold your hair. Uh, No, my uh, my uh, father found out, and he said to me, you can't do that. Only fags do that. And I thought to myself, <laughs> well, soon you're going to find that out. <laughs> My father was right. My father hit it right on the head. He knew what he was saying. So, so go, go, go back to Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So you already knew that it was a hit franchise because the first two were huge hits. Uh, or did you know? Or did you get it? Because did you not follow horror movies? Did you know? Did you watch horror movies before you started making horror movies? No, I was on to my next. But then when I saw that the, the, the in New York City, they had mounted police and beating people back from the theater because it was such a uproar. That was crazy. And Jane Pauley and everybody reviewing it. And <laughs> oh, I had I had stalkers. I had people grabbing pieces of my hair out of my head. <laughs> I had all sorts of nonsense, you know, that crazy people went crazy. Did you you have fun with it? Did you have fun? Was it a fun experience? It was one of those most organic, most organic, because when I put on the dog collar and the leather outfit, 
I had this kind of baby hair, you know, that I was just shooting in. And I just thought it was dreadful. So I went to talk to uh, Chuck about something else. And the uh, the dolly driver, uh, he there was a Time magazine was open and there was a mohawk in like it was a, just uh, some story on it. And uh, I grabbed the magazine and I just went, can I do this hair? And he says, yeah, sure. And that's where I like everything was going down. And then it's tits up, hair up, everything is up. It was good. It was good. And um, yeah, that little gentleman who made my outfit, too, looked like, you know, Danny DeVito. And I was like, wow, you must have you must have a a, a great love life. Him and his wife made all those. Out, like sexy, sexy outfits. outfits. Yeah. <laughs> so they, want, lingerie. they want to know in the chat room, do you ever do you keep in touch with any of the like Nightmare on Elm Street people? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the How time. How cool is that? Yeah. They're, keep, they're a good group. Good they're group. very good. They're very. I have, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've interviewed and met Robert England many, many times. Um, <sighs> Patricia Arquette follows me on Twitter, but but I've never actually spoken to her. Um, but but I mean, what a great cast and everybody like did did really well with the, the whole thing. And uh, John Saxon, well, you know, I didn't know well, that John yeah. Saxon was like a like for me, he was a horror movie actor. And then I was no. talking to Ron and Ron's like, are you kidding no. me? He's been in like every movie. He, act, he acted with Brando. Yeah, he acted with he acted he acted with Lana Turner. He acted yeah. with with, with uh, great stars of of fifties movies. John yeah. Saxon was one of the handsomest men of of the time. They always made him play the uh, mysterious kind of a sexy guy. Um, Ron is yeah. a Turner classic movie. Like he knows everything. He's, Me he's too. You know, well, you know what? I'm in the business. How many? 64 64 years. 62, 64 years. I'm in show business. I'm in movies for since 1959. Uh, so, you know, you, when you're in the business as long as I am, you have to meet everybody. Yeah. You know. You well, you know, know. You, you know what I was going to say is that Robert England and Lance Hendrickson both said they would want to be in my movie. Oh, that's very cool. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. I'm. Um. So so the way I got into meeting all the horror movie people to get to have them come on my show was I used to go to the conventions like I did with you, and I would bring clothes and I would give them away if they would wear them because I was a clothing designer and I made really cool clothes. Um, oh. And that's how and that's how I originally built the show way before Ron because like I was on the air for four years before I met Ron, but we were just a radio show. Yeah, it was boring. Um, and so then we 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 had uh, so we had a really good audience, and I would go to the conventions, and then I would become friends with them because they would come to my room and look at clothes, and then we'd end up going to dinner and like hanging out on the breaks, and they let me sit behind with them while they're signing autographs and stuff. So Lance Henriksen came on the show and gave me all kinds of stuff, and he makes these alien tiles. It's my most prized possession, just about. Uh, it's a big tile, like a ceramic tile with the alien monster that he makes. He doesn't sell them. You know, you see him oh, on yeah, eBay. Yeah, yeah. You see him he, on he, eBay once in a while. Like somebody will have one on eBay, but he made one and he gave it to me yeah. at the end of the weekend. And he wrote on the back, it says, you're the coolest fucker I ever met. And he signed it and he gave it Aww. to me. And so it's like he's, my prize yeah. possession. Uh, yeah, he's he my throws, favorite. He's, he, he throws clay, right? He's yeah. a clay. He throws clay. Yeah, that's right. So, wow. So Lance wow. Anderson and Malcolm McDowell. And I mean, like we were at a convention and they called me up and said, you want to go to 
breakfast and I went to breakfast with Malcolm McDowell and Doug Bradley and Lance Henriksen. And I was just like, I was like, I hadn't had the same experiences that I do now where every week I'm talking to really cool, famous people. So for me, it was the coolest thing ever. And yeah, um, gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, yeah it was just, gentlemen. it was just like so much fun. And now like I know them all and you know, we still stay in touch and everything. So it makes it really f- fun. You know, it makes it all fun for, you, know, you got to have fun at this. If you're going to be in this crazy business, you got to have fun while you're doing it. Yeah, fun, yeah. fun, fun, fun too. Daddy took the T-bird away. <clears throat> yeah, so, so let's so let's ask you like a bucket list because you've worked with so many cool people. Uh, if you could have, uh, uh, first of all, who's a bucket list male and female person that you've never worked with that you think it would be fun? And then, if you could ever been in any movie that's ever been made ever in history, what movie would you have liked to been in? And your bucket list, they can be. You can give me an alive one and a dead one if you'd like. If there's somebody who's no longer here, well. I just want to be Betty Davis. I just want to be Betty Davis all day long. I want to talk it like this, and I want to say it like that, and I want to throw my you know, hips into it. You know something? I knew Betty very well. Betty was a good friend of mine for a long in her old age. And I Betty, love her. Yeah, but Betty Davis was not Betty Davis. Sorry to say. When well, I, no, her characters, her characters. Her characters, I play, because Betty, I play her characters. Betty was just a dirty-mouthed drinking broad who's tough, fun to be with. Um, she was not the movie star you think she is. Never In public, she <clears throat> behaved like a movie star. But in private, she was just a little old lady from Connecticut, you know, or up in Maine, and just the sweetest person. Uh, I loved her a lot, and... Um, I learned a lot. Okay, so wait, that's your dead one, Betty Davis. And before you answer the next one, I agree with you. I need to say, uh, so Don Hinton, which let's just say, give you a belated happy birthday from all of our audience. Don Hinton says, Don Hinton says, please tell her happy birthday from me. So that's who you shouted out earlier. She's bringing it to our attention. And uh, so, okay, so who else? Okay, uh, how about an alive bucket list, and then give me a guy too. Um. Well, let's see, because I've already written the scripts. I know who I want already. I want want Robert and I want Lance because I write for older men. I I write for men like when men read my script, I go, I write for men. Right. And they're like, you write for men. And I'm like, I I know. I like it. So um, but um, you mean like a. Somebody I want to kiss or something? No, no. Just if you were like, <laughs> if you were going <laughs> to. No, let's say somebody came out to a movie and they said, OK, you're going to be the star of this like movie. Who would you like to work with? Who, who do you want to be in the movie with you? And you can have a male and a female uh, yeah. people who are alive. Who do you like? Mostly I like the people I already know. And I just want those <laughs> close, <laughs> those close new, new people I want. But I have um, in my in uh, Oopsie Daisy Girl, there's a romance I'm married and I there there's my husband and I I go off of I I I think I want uh one of my old co-stars and then I switch to another old co-star and then I do another old (laughs) co-star so um god I mean I well the thing is is I thought Army Hammer was real cute until you never know what you're going to get, right? <laughs> 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 you know, 
No, and, 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 and in that way, I'm glad that I never really had a private life because, Jesus, can you imagine being ball and chained to something like that? I know. Jesus Christ. It'd be I got to tell you something. You could have been my daughter. You and I are identical alike. I've never agreed with anybody in my life like I agree with you. you Thank you. You have a mouth like mine. You just don't stop. <laughs> That's how I am. You know, people love you for it. They like your honesty. Nobody likes somebody that's hiding all the time and bullshitting. You know, don't snow job your audience. They're not going to go for it. That's why we're the number one show in the world. You know that. Five million people watch us. We're big cheese, honey. We're not little people. And they yeah, do it because I saw you know, that. Jimmy and I are honest. And we, we tell it like it is. And our audience loves it. And you certainly gave us a wonderful show because you're telling it like it is. Thank I want to. I really I, do want to. I'm, I'm going to. Sp Jimmy will speak to you because I'm not allowed. Uh, you're allowed to speak to him. Well, no, you, you, <laughs> Jimmy does all that stuff. Anyway, after the show, we're going to talk to you. There's something you may be interested in. I like love the whole thing. I think that Army Hammer. I love her. I just hilarious. I love her. I just want to see her in person um, so I could look at her face. I just love but, her face. I um. So did I answer your question? Like, who do I want to? Is, no, is there somebody I want to know? I, if there's somebody I want to know? Like, you don't have like a, oh, my gosh, I love this person's movie. How cool it would be to work with. Like, for me, like, even though, like, I'm not really an actor, but, like, if if I was going to, like, be in a movie, like, I love Charlize Theron. I, I would, like, and I'm gay. It's not because she's hot, but I just, I love her character. So I would, men like for me, Keanu women. Reeves would be, a, like, a really big one for me. Keanu Reeves, Charles Dance, I like a lot. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, I like yeah, a lot. I know. So, like, do you have a person like that yeah. that's like, oh, my God, I like this stuff? Besides your friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, well, I like all the old men. That's okay. I Me like too. You. Me I'm too. Like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like Jack Nicholson. I like oh, Robert. I do you know, I like the old 70s. You know, I, I would have loved Burt Reynolds. I was very good friends with Bert. And, oh. and let me tell you something, honey bun. Bert would have loved you. <laughs> good. Oh, I would have no. loved Bert him back. He I would have loved him back. He would have eaten you up alive. You're Bert's. Yeah. No, well, that's what they. I, I want to say something to you. This is a very important question. I've been carrying on about your looks. My daughter Leslie was first one up in Miss America. Okay, my daughter Leslie huh. was Miss Miss New York, Miss Long Island, Miss every goddamn thing. My daughter looks like Michelle Pfeiffer or Grace Kelly, a green-eyed blonde beauty. Okay. Wow. When she yeah. was young. All the guys wanted to go out with her because she was beautiful. But when they took her out, they took her to parties. And I say, Leslie, how come you don't like that fella? He was nice. She said, when a guy takes me to a movie, that's when I'll like the guy because it's dark uh, and nobody could see her. Now, did you have that problem? Did, I, did you, do you feel that your face is your only thing people are interested in? I love your face, but I love your personality, too. You're not one well, of these stuck up pieces of crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um. Am I yelling? I hope I'm not yelling. No, you're fine. Well, the thing, the, the, the thing is, is when I was young, it was, people were so easily satisfied with so little. Like, I'm not allowed to talk because it's too much. It's all, you know, after, you know, they just want what they want. And then they think they got it. So it was kind of terrible because, you know, if it was like they're all, they only can hit, like, you know, they can only take this much of my personality, but 
there's this rest of me that comes with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it wasn't, it, it was, it, it was awful. Well, <laughs> you, know, you, would, you would like, a, you would like someone to love you for you, not just your beautiful face. Well, um, I did have love. I mean, my first love lasted from eight to 21. Wow. And so just so I mean, and it was just so I mean, it was just so perfect. Those are perfect years. You know, you eat sugar together and right. you swim together and you you wrestle and and then you go to college and then you have sex all the time. <laughs> and then and then you and then I got discovered at college and then they took me to New York. And then I had like Joey Mack sneaking into my apartment and putting like 24 dozen roses in my apartment and I walk in and I'm like how did he get in there and they and uh I dated like Kenneth Cole but he dropped me for Eleanor Mondale you know because he had political aspirations you know and you just and then and then it was like it was like being a little rabbit and the greyhounds were running after you. I mean, they were, it was like a pack of animals. You couldn't, they were coming through the window. No, it was, it was, you know what they used to get away with in the, in the seventies or not seventies, eighties and nineties. That was like the, that was before the crash when it, you know, we never heard the word budget. Yeah. Nobody heard that word until 2008. You know, so we had, it was like, it was like the best of times. Studio 54 was still around. I used to go you know? all the time. Yeah. I Grace love studio. Yeah. And, uh, and the, we had, you know, the disco, it was, it was so much fun, but the, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I, I, I know a lot of models. Uh, and what you're saying, they said the same thing. It was uh, a whirlwind. You were, yeah. you were on top today and tomorrow you were fighting to get back on top. And then you were, you were yesterday's girl and, you know, tomorrow you're somebody else's girl. It was all about uh, Sarah Tom. I mean, she was married and had a lot of trouble because it was interfering with her marriage, all the men, the suitors. I mean, she was gorgeous, a beautiful white blonde with blue eyes, a beautiful woman. Did you have fun though? Like, did you? Of course, she had fun. Oh my God, I have I have fun every day of my life. That's Good all I do. And I'm also, glad about that. I also, love you. I also too is like the um, you know I only got uh, maybe one or two movies by audition. Every everything else was an offer. That's I awesome. did not. I did not have to. It, like I would say, if you have to pursue it then maybe it's not for you. Exactly. And also, I say the same thing. Don't put a square peg in a round hole. It won't fit. No. And, and, um, and the thing is, is I thought, I thought that if I gave my best performance um, and I would just go like a play from a play to a play to a play to a play to play to a play, I would somehow get, uh, you know, better parts, but that's not true. But I like I like I'm a blue collar worker. I like going to project to project to project. I I look back at it now and I think the the quality is in the quantity I did. I didn't yeah. I I always worked and that was really important. And and uh, but at some point like now I I also thought that I wanted to be famous when I'm old. 
And I want to be like Jessica Tandy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I always thought of her as, as an older lady. I guess she was young, I but because it was, she, she yeah. was a young, young old. Yeah, Tippy yes. had. I know Tippy had Jen really well, and Tippy made a movie with her, and uh, we talked. We talked about Jessica, and T Tippy said she was the most helpful actress she's ever worked with, because yeah. when, in the birds, Tippy has a scene. She goes in the bedroom to give t Jessica tea. And Tippy was playing it bitchy and angry. And Jessica said to Tippy, don't do that. The people are not going to like it. So uh, Tippy went out against the director's direction and she came in and she played it sweet and they loved it. So Jessica knew moves. She knew how to work. Yeah. Hang, hang on, actress. you guys, because like we only have like 30 seconds left. So you guys, this is Jennifer Rubin. She's yes, been Jennifer a fabulous Rubin. guest. Uh, uh, her, she's Jennifer.Rubin.1253. Hey, We're going to get her to post on Instagram. We want to thank you for coming on. You've been fabulous. We're going to talk some more. Yes, we're um, gonna everybody talk. in the chat room absolutely loves you. They're talking about they can't wait to meet you. They want you to come back and everything. So oh, she's, we'll coming. Keep you she's guys, coming back. We'll keep you guys posted on everything she's doing. <laughs> We want to thank you so thank much you. for coming on the show. We loved having you. It's great to see you again, and we will definitely be in touch. Macy, thank thank we you, may, guys. We may see you very soon. You have no idea. Uh, all right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye, honey. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for a good show. All Bye, right, everybody sweetheart. in the chat room, thank Lovely. you so much for tuning in. We want to thank our guests, Susan Gallagher and Jennifer Rubin, for coming on the show. We had a great time, everybody. Yep. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Can try not to get so wrong. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.